Welcome to the Microgreens Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Marsh, and I'm on a mission to help you, teach you, and motivate you to grow flavorful and nutritious microgreens in your home. Each Microgreens Podcast is meant to supplement content published on homemicrogreens.com, but in reality, the show is more about sharing with you the joys of growing your own food. Not only is it more nutritious, but seeing those plants grow will lift your spirits, bring a smile to your face, and give you a positive outlook on life. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 44 of the Micah Greens Podcast. I entitled this one, What I Learned Over Summer Vacation. As you know, it's been a while since I produced a podcast, and a lot of that is because of summer. There's lots of things going on, and not only that, but it is very hot where I record, and there's all kinds of noise outside. Even right now, there's a wood chipper going on for the last three days. I wanted to record earlier in the week, but there was so much noise, I decided not to. But I can't have the windows open because there's too much noise, and all my fans and air conditioners are too loud, too. So I just sort of put the podcast on hold over the summer. Not too many people are growing microgreens to begin with, Um, so... It is now the season to start again. So I probably should put these in the seasons, but I'm not. I'm just going to continue on with the continuous order. But even though I'm going to say this is summer vacation, I think I only took about one or two whole days off. I did work a lot, and I don't know if you've been to the website or not, but it has a whole new look. I actually, before it was actually two websites. So I had a website for all the articles, and then I had a website for the store. That got to be a pain in the butt, so I combined them all, but that meant a lot of redirections, a lot of changes. So the new theme got rid of the store. I also got new hosting, which is the website is a ton faster. It's very fast right now. Uh, I really enjoy the fact that it's faster. I got a whole new email provider. I got a new CRM. I got a new form builder. I got new video hosting. I got a new video player. So there was lots of changes, and of course, oh, not only that, um, new video uh, software, so I'm doing my videos on the new software. So not only all just the changes, but learning all the new software and everything out and redoing all my email sequences. Um, So it was a lot of learning over the summer. But the majority of the changes are done, and now it is time to write more articles. I have started. I've written quite a few. I'm doing quite a few, I'm going to call them gardening articles, and I'm using air quotes here. They're not really gardening. They're more about um, defining things that we use to grow microgreens and in the garden. So what is peat moss? What is the home, what's in the whole microgreen soil? What's in miracle Grow potting soil? What's um, ammonium sulfate? What's uh, diatomaceous earth? So I'm just sort of going through and defining everything that can be used to grow microgreens or in the garden because I am going to expand this year from microgreens to growing uh, vegetable plants indoors and then eventually vegetable plants outdoors. So the website is going to expand and it's all going to be a, it's all going to be about growing your own food. So there's a lot of art, new articles on the website that I really haven't promoted because there's really not much to promote. They're just there for backup. So if you want to know more about something, it's there if you want to learn about it. The latest article, though, I guess there was a dill article, How to Grow Dill Microgreens. That was one of the newest articles. And now I'm in the middle of my uh, miracle Grow potting soil series. So I grew um, microgreens with miracle Grow potting mix and whole microgreens potting mix just to see how well they did. I've done the Karabi or the quick growing microgreens. That's done and published. And now I'm going to be working on the longer growing microgreens like basils to see how well that soil grows. Because remember, one of my purposes, my whole purpose of this website 
is to show you guys equipment and supplies that you can use to grow microgreens at home. Maybe you don't need anything really super fancy. Maybe you can find what you need in your Walmarts or your Home Depots or your Lowe's. So I'm going to try to test all these common um, soils and supplies and fertilizers and just things like that so that you can have a better idea of what to use when you grow microgreens or vegetable starts or in your garden eventually. Also over the summer, I produced a new course. It's the uh, Home Microgreens Basic Microgreen Growing, Growing Course. It has 12 video lessons. I think there's about two hours of video. I think it's 120 minutes of video and 12 lessons. So it goes from where to start, your, where to grow microgreens in your home, what equipment to use, what lights to use, and how and what method you can use to plant almost any microgreen um, at home and grow them right into your house up to harvest how to harvest the microgreens, and then how to store the microgreens. And that's a free course, by the way. And if you're interested, go to homemicrogreens.com forward slash course, C-O-U-R-S-E, homemicrogreens.com forward slash course, and you just register for the free um, Home Microgreens basic course. I think it's a pretty good course. Um, the video editing, in my opinion, I can do a better job, and I probably re re will redo a lot of them, but the content is good. The content in the course is really good, and it's all you really need to grow any microgreen that you want to right in your home. So please check that out. Again, it's homemicrogreens.com forward slash course. What I want to focus the rest of this podcast on is something that I learned over the summer. So with all this stuff going on, all these changes of the garden um, taking care of my dad, all that stuff happening. I may have not have been the best at taking care of my microgreens. If you don't know, I do sell a few microgreens wholesale, and I do have a couple uh, retail customers that I sell to every week. So I do micro do grow microgreens commercially, if you will, not in a large scale, definitely not as large as I used to, no more farmer's market. But I still like to keep my hand in it and and learn from it. And this year I did learn from it. So I was having problems with the finer stemmed microgreens in my mixes, in my snappy microgreen mix and my uh, mighty microgreen mix, and the red cabbage. So all the, the mustards um, and the red cabbage, I'd get a little bit of dieback inside the tray, and boy, was it a pain to harvest. You had to pull out all these little dead stems. So I really didn't know what it was from. I think a lot of it was actually from uh, miswatering. At least that was my initial thought but i think in the end it was just too i was letting them get too dry and then i'd put a whole ton of water on, on the bottom of them i didn't go over the top but underneath i just think they went from dry to wet to dry to wet i was really just having problems and all these were in the larger 10 20 trays that's what i was having problems with them in and my second thought was possibly it could have been it's summer so it does get hot and humid in the house and i thought that could be the problem too so maybe it was an airflow problem or a combination of both so instead of trying to change my water scheduling around because I knew I wouldn't stay consistent at it with everything I was doing, and I did put uh, fans on, which didn't seem to help right away, just the little computer fans, I decided to start growing them in 10-10 trays. That way they would have more airflow around them. And that was the ticket. That was really the ticket. They did. They have done so well from then on that I'm right now growing everything in 10-10 trays. I think I get better yield. I think they get more light. I think they have better airflow. 
And I think that I have to water them a little bit more often, which means I keep my mind on them. I'm not like letting them go for two or three days and then, you know, either flooding them or letting them go completely dry. Knowing in my mind that I needed to keep track of them every other day, at least, um, they, I seem to have done a much better job and I'm very happy with the results. Harvesting goes quick. There's no dieback inside at all. It's just been, it's been really wonderful growing in the smaller 1010 trays. Yeah, they're a little bit more of a pain to water. You have to, you know, if if I was growing thirty or forty trays, I definitely don't think I'd want to go up to sixty or a hundred trays. You know, watering the ten tens instead of the ten twenties. But the few trays I'm growing, it doesn't seem to be that big a deal. I don't regret putting them in the ten ten trays and just having to water twice as many trays. It just seems to be going fine. And the fact that I'm getting much better microgreens, much better quality, much bigger leaves. I'm really enjoying that part. So the point of this is if you start having problems with growing a microgreen, whatever it is, just go back to the basics. Start with a smaller tray. Keep everything else the same. Keep your soil the same. Keep your light the same. Keep your airflow the same. Even keep your seeding density the same. Obviously, you're going to lower this, this the amount of seeds that you put in a tray, but keep the seeding rate the same and see if that helps. Maybe it's sort of the analogy. When I was younger in high school, I was a pretty good golfer. And as a kid, you know, I always wanted to hit the ball farther. Believe it or not, when I was in high school, I wasn't very big. I didn't actually start growing until I went to college. But I would always be playing really well, and I'd want to hit the ball harder and harder and harder and farther and farther. And my father would say, just slow down, put your feet closer together so you can't overswing and hit the ball square. And it worked every time. I'd get back in the groove and I'd get my game back. So this is sort of the same thing. If you're, if you're expanding your scope, if you're expanding your scale of a process and things start going wrong, just scale it back. Start with a smaller tray in this case. Start with a smaller amount of seed. Give it a little bit more airflow and see if you can figure out what the problem is. And maybe if you're growing a few trays, if you have some 10, 20 trays and you're only growing six or seven or eight or 10 trays for somebody, try 10 by 10 trays. See if you get better yield and better results from the smaller trays. Yes, it's a little bit more work watering. It's really the same amount of soil. There's really no difference except obviously you'd have to get the trays. You're using the same amount of seed, just a little bit more watering. But if you're getting a little bit better yield or better quality out of those microgreens, that's all the better, right? Even if you had some bad spots in your 10, 20 trays and every time you harvest them, you'd have to harvest around a spot or get rid of a spot or closely look at your microgreens that you're, that you're harvesting and putting, in, putting them into the containers, that's slowing you down. So if you have a smaller tray and you can harvest faster, I bet you actually save more time than it would um, watering um, a double 10, 20 tray instead of a 10, I'm sorry, a 10, 10 tray instead of a 10, 20 tray. It goes back to the old Einstein quote, right? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results just doesn't work. And that's what I was doing. I was having problem week after week with this, and I really wasn't doing much to solve the problem. I really just needed to change the way I was growing. So just don't be scared to mix it up once in a while and see if you can find out what a little bit better process. Now I can go into it with different eyes. I can say, oh, what's the difference between a 10-10 tray and a 10-20 tray? Is it the amount of water that gets to the middle or does the ends dry out faster than the middle or is it a complete airflow problem? I'm not getting enough airflow to the middle of that 1020 tray. 
even though a 1010 tray is still the same width as half the length. So you're actually the whole, um, I haven't figured out the math yet, but there's a pretty big area in the middle that's getting much less light and much less airflow than if you had two 1010 trays. It also dawned on me, maybe I'm not the person that should be on this podcast talking about commercial microgreen growing. After all, I did start this out to be for people for home microgreens. But a lot of people think that I'm actually home microgreens means we're growing microgreens only for profit. Really, I started this for people to grow microgreens in their home for their own use. Not that you can't use the same processes to grow commercial microgreens on a small scale, but that's not what the purpose is. Maybe I should get somebody on the podcast that does grow commercially and talk to them and have a little interview. Does that sound good? Does that seem like a good idea? Would anyone like that? If you want to, just leave a comment down below or better yet, send me an email at Todd at homemakergreens.com and say, yeah, bring a guest on. We're tired of hearing you talk. Let's get somebody else on there. That's all I really have for today. This was just sort of get back onto the podcast to relearn the software. Um, I have not found a new podcast software yet. Um, I probably will be looking for one. But I just wanted to get back into the hang of things. I wanted to talk to you about those smaller trays, the 1010 trays. I really like growing in the whole microgreens trays and the 1010 trays. I'm not a really a big fan of the 1020s except for maybe sunflowers or peas. Everything else, I think I'm going to be growing in either the whole microgreens tray or the 1010 trays. But I also wanted to let you guys know about the uh, free course. So again, if you want a free microgreen growing course, it's completely free. You just have to register for it. Go to homemicrogreens.com forward slash course, C-O-U-R-S-E, and put your name and email in there and log in and you can access the course. Again, it's 12 videos. I think it's 120 minutes of video. And then underneath the videos, I explain some more and throw in some pictures and I also include links about everything that I talk about in those videos and alternatives. There are also a lot of other things in the works. I've been working on a nutrition. I'm going to call it a nutrition course. It's not really a course. It's just sort of uh, information on microgreen nutrition. It includes all the microgreens that I sell in the home microgreens store, I believe. And it will have information on all the vitamins and minerals that are in the microgreens, the percentages to your daily value. And then what those uh, minerals or vitamins do for you and lots of other information. I'm compiling all the data now and putting it into the course. And then I'll be going through and formatting and then I'll be adding some more information. Again, there'll be probably two to three hundred hours into this course before I'm done gathering all the information and putting it into a format so that you can use it. As I get closer to the release date, I'll have more information for you. But right now, go to homemicagreens.com forward slash course and register for the free course. And if you want to give, if you want to show some love, go to homemicrogreens.com anytime. Take a look around the website. Traffic to the website really helps it out a lot. So if you want some information, again, just go to homemicrogreens.com, go to the article page, and you can find all the articles that are published on the website. It's a quick and easy way to find the information that you need. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and I'll be more consistent publishing podcasts from here on through the growing season. So. Get out there and grow some microgreens today. Thank you for listening to the Microgreens podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. It really helps out the podcast. As always, stop by homemicrogreens.com and say hello. Now before the next show, plant your next tray of micros. Let's keep growing.